Efforts at burping. Um, we've already recorded episode 27. Hot on the heels. Hot on the fucking heels. We're going to record 28 because we can't shut up. And also because the three of us are podcasters, we can't have a conversation without recording it. We're just getting warmed up. We're just really getting right. warmed up. Uh, but I did find it interesting that Isabel is teaching me how to burp properly. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> that, yeah, that was hers. That wasn't mine. Apparently, I'm what too teenagerish in my burps. That's that's what we've heard. I don't know what. Uh, take. You I'm looking forward. By the end of the episode, we will have moved on to farting, <laughs> farting, and uh, I'm very curious to know what's the proper way to fart. Well, Isabel, has I hear said, there's a lot of that happening in this household. Well, you've 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 met John, right? Um, but yeah, so oh, I've uh, met your wife too. Yeah. <laughs> A classic moment in Indian podcasting is Broca's Area 44. I think I uh, mentioned earlier that uh, it's a, I'm just saying it's a classic moment in uh, What episode is this? Where are you? Where, where are you up to oh, now? Oh, this will be oh, it's 29. This, well, <laughs> 28. We don't have that discussion. But this is what? Broken Area or Broca's yeah, Area? Broken Area. This is Broken Area. So the Broca's Area feed still works. All right. And I think it's 28 oh, or 9. What are we doing? We're recording again. But we're not doing it for the uh, National Pop Podcast. Oh, no, this is for Canadian National Day Podcast. Well, this is for the Canadian National Day Podcast. So we jumped the gun a little bit. We were so excited. We just, we got ahead of it. We released it on the wrong day. You guys couldn't shut the fuck up, so I'm recording more. So this one's going to be. mixing another episode as I post the other episode. It's it's crazy, really. So this has got to be better than the last one? One hopes. One hopes. All right. So uh, we're going to rule out finger scratching, uh, ears, <laughs> Algeria, burping. burping. Well, the burping stuff is kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay, there it is right there. I'm actually just yeah. grabbing old audio files from last time. Um, oh, you're busy. You're, oh, yeah. You, you, can, you can multitask, right? You can look at that. Computer. Nobody really can multitask. Uh, Nobody but, can. No, no, it's not, right. that's not really a thing. But I mean, <sighs> see, this is one of the problems. I don't know if you find it, but you almost like it sort of says, "Don't even bother trying to argue with me because I know." Because I'm a scientist, answer. right? Because I'm a scientist, and I got a PhD, and it's over on that wall over there. You better take well, it. How do you cope with it? <laughs> Being in a house with somebody who knows everything. Yeah. That must be yeah. tough sometimes. Yes. You guys speak. I want to hear this. Yeah. No, I'm I want Isabel's turn. We kind well, of drowned her out last um, time. It's true. Yeah, Dave. Dave has always had uh, David. David, you've always had um, very strong opinions. Who me? And <laughs> okay. Your opinion is the only opinion. That's because it's the yeah. correct opinion. That's exactly what my wife and son told me <laughs> the other day when I insisted that old people should be given LSD before they die if they want it. And then, Dad, you don't listen to anybody else's opinion. You're so stubborn. And I was stupid enough, Dave, I bet you've never done this one. I was stupid enough to pound my fist on the table to insist oh, that, I've, right? No, I feel like I me on that. Ooh. That shows how stupid you are, you know? No, because you're resorting to intimidation almost at that no, point. No, I don't think angry. Dave has to. I think Dave can intimidate. No, I, I, I've, I've, um, 
I, I put my, th- my head through a wall in Cornerbrook. That was a long time ago. It's 10 years ago, You're but I did. Too? Not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There Never were holes here. in here. <laughs> no, <laughs> not here. No. Made with his head? Not here. That was corner. Most people would use their. Fists. That was that Why was that was that was pre head? that was my pre therapy days. No, I, I have not put my head through a wall here. There were two holes that we filled. Well, yeah. How did you make those? I didn't make them. That was they were here when we got here because they moved the uh, light switch down. They, they just oh. happened to match the shape of your. Forehead. No, you shaped a fucking light switch. <laughs> a, little, a little dent where the. My head is not shaped like a light switch. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. And right. Maddie kicked that door in. That's different. Okay. Well, I don't know where I've she gets tried, that from. I've tried every approach, pretty much. Like I've tried being quiet that doesn't work. No. I've tried yelling back at him that doesn't mm-hmm. work. So have, have you tried reason? No. That's probably the worst thing to try and do with him. <coughs> I think the best thing was for me to start traveling and kind of. And leave me. Abandon him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll teach him. Yeah, learn yeah. me. I'm always afraid my wife is going to do that to me someday. Just up and leave. And then, well, oh my God. I traveled. That'll teach me. Now you went off to Algeria, mm-hmm. of all places. Yeah. That's kind of scary. It was. Um, yeah, I remember when I uh, was leaving, but David was um, very supportive of me. Sure. Oh, yeah, I, I, to his credit. Uh, David and I had a friend who also was supportive of me, and she thought that was really cool what I was doing. Who's that? But everybody else, um, Oh, sure, yeah. But everybody else thought I was nuts. My family in law thought I, I was, was supportive, nuts. but I thought you were nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my both. father called me. He never called me, and he asked me not to go. I said, "No, really? I'm going." I didn't know that. What, that's, yeah. that's interesting. What year was this? Oh, 2005. 2005. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's quite. Now, why did you you pick Algeria? Why? Why? If, was it on the way to somewhere else, or you're? After um, after September 11, I started um, watching the news critically, and I thought there's something wrong. We keep talking about Muslims, mm-hmm. and they're like the, the new um, the new bad guy. Yeah, you the know? new communists. <clears throat> and we see like um, bad terrorists everywhere, and it's freedom against you know. Uh, fundamentalism and and it's totally their fault and you know so I thought I was studying history at the time and I thought there's something wrong with this picture we have to in order to live in a better world we have to learn about each other so in 2003 when I, when Bush invaded Iraq I kept being, um, you know, adamant that this was wrong, and Dave told me it was right, that it was right that we went and uh, Oh, I thought it was horribly wrong. I know. I was so Afghanistan, aghast. I thought it was uh, right. Um, Afghanistan was right. <clears throat> Iraq was not. No, it turned out in the long run, no, it was not right. Oh, I was wrong. It was a mistake from the start. I, 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 I was horrified at that. Yeah. Dave, you have a half o- half open beer in the fridge. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, I got all kinds of extra. I, I hear you know, that. Extra liquor, you know, it's just, you know, spare. So, so, um, so I, I started thinking, okay, everybody's afraid of Arabic people, 
And I remember growing up and saying, I'm not racist, but I don't agree with Muslim people telling women what to do and, mm -hmm. you know, the hijab and all mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, okay, it all comes from that. It's that mentality. That's what causes war and that's what causes death. So... I started thinking, okay, well, I'm going to go on the internet and I'm going to start thinking, talking to people. And uh, there were millions and zillions of Muslim people on the internet willing to talk with you. And mm -hmm. I just started talking with someone from Algeria who was a French teacher and had a family. And uh, he introduced his wife to me and we talked. And then uh, I started learning about their culture, and he could speak French and teach me Arabic as well. I learned Arabic with him. That sounds like a good connection. And then, yeah. He invited me. We had I had to write a letter and send it to the um, embassy in Ottawa, uh -huh. and I had to get a visa. Yeah, and then we you said send them your passport. Everything that, that disturbed be, me. Yeah, I had to well, send most my places passport. you would, the Russians want that. The others. <clears throat> That's not high praise. Oh, well, the Russians want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but that's very commendable, because basically no, you, want, you were exploring I was very, I, I, the prejudices this day, that exist. And I am totally to impressed with what she did. There's another underneath story to this that I can't talk about. Okay. But there, there, there was another story underneath uh -huh. all of this. That's fine. And... Um, <clears throat> I uh, basically, the whole, the general idea was that I wanted to connect and and um, I felt uh, very isolated in Newfoundland, you know? You were in Newfoundland at that time yeah. when all this was happening. Uh, well, then we moved here. I got yeah. to know him in Newfoundland and we moved here yeah. and in 2005. Oh, really? I didn't know you met... Uh, I did. I, I thought it was here. Okay, cool. Two thousand three. We talked. We talked from two thousand. Oh, cool. Two thousand four. Okay. We moved here in two thousand four, and then two thousand five. I went. About two years. We talked, and um, when I went, I went with the idea of okay, well, you know, uh, this is my this is the beginning of my traveling, and. Um, I'm going to live with a family, and... Um, where, where were they located in Algeria? Were they in the... In the east, very east. close to Libya. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, it was called l'Algérie Profonde. What they call mm. l'Algérie Profonde, mm -hmm. it's, it's not, you know, uh, very urbanized. It, when you walk in the streets, it's only men. I don't know if you saw that in Nigeria <laughs> or... Not Other Nigeria, no. Countries, but yeah, that's very the unsettling, eh? Yeah. Only seeing men on the street. That's a thing, yeah. Well, a very courageous thing to do, and no doubt, and an interesting thing to uh, to have taken on. And so, what were the positive benefit after all of this what what changed in your mind what what happened as a result of this visit did you did you feel you became more compassionate more understanding more aware did it change your thinking did it reinforce some ideas you already had or what 
What happened? Hmm. Hmm. Good question. Well, I mean, maybe it was a stupid question. No, it's a good question. I think think it was just, it started in really, in 2003. The whole thing started, I opened up to another me. Like, really, like, I started being the person that maybe that I was when I was... 13, 14. I I get that. Because I think, at essence, you're an idealist. You really are an idealist. She is. And it gets beaten out of you in the world around us all the time, and we're not allowed to hold on to it. But I think, in essence, that's one of your problems, is that I'm a lot that way, and I understand. We want a perfect world. And we think, well, why shouldn't it be? Why can't people get along? Well, to me, friendship is one of the most sacred things. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, and it would be the solution to the world's problems if we just keep widening the circle of friendship. It's the answer. Yeah. You know, uh, if, if we could all just sit down with each other, and it's very idealistic to say this, but if we'd all just sit down and, have, and be forced, and you can't, I'm not going to force anybody to do anything, don't, I'm not some kind of fucking fascist, but if, 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 if we all had to live with each other in just a random, it was a random draw. And suddenly, Ken, you are living with some people in Mongolia. And Isabel, you are living yes. with some people yes. in France. You're taking the You're lucky. And I, I, I'm going to live with some people in, I don't know, uh, fucking Nepal yeah. for a week. And we all yeah. switch around. In about six Planet months, wide. it's mm-hmm. all fixed. It, it's it's the, taking the extension of the idea of Katimovic. Yeah, it's exactly what it was. Well, the thing is, it, I mean, it was, and that, that's sort of a part of like I would I I have so much compassion for Nigerians now, having had that experience of going. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll t- I'll take another example, northern Nigeria, which is fundamentally Muslim. The Muslims and Christians lived peacefully. Yeah. Right. Lived fine. It was an artificial construct, Nigeria. The British and the Germans and the French carved up Africa and said, okay, bam, this part. So you got different tribes, different religions, different languages. Bam, smash it together. And they tried to create. And there was a bit of hope in Africa through a man called Kwame Nkrumah, the first mm-hmm. guy to gain independence, yep. one of the heroes, and wanted a pan-Africa... Um, 1958, I guess, he was the first to get independence for Ghana, the leader of Ghana, wrote a book called Black Star Over Africa, oh, and yeah, so on. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful guy. Um, Black Star. But, and they've been living together, and somehow they made it, and there's almost tribal factions. You had the Biafran War in Nigeria, and then there was the discovery of oil. Yesterday on the news, I got this flash, the Sharia law, Sharia, which we know is the Islamic police, in northern Nigeria, in Kano State, which was a wonderful place, that's where we all stayed and got our orientation Africa, destroyed 275,000 liters of beer or something because they said nobody can drink alcohol. And I'm thinking, how do you reason? How do you visit those people? Like every truck coming in, bam, stop the truck. Maybe the driver's killed, maybe not, who knows. But all that alcohol, and then filmed it, driving bulldozers. Nobody's allowed Doesn't to drink work. because we believe that. And I don't have any patience. I don't have any compassion. I say, you stupid fuckers. Mm-hmm. 
Beer, everybody in Nigeria enjoys beer. In that hot weather, every state had it was a source of pride was that every right. state had its own brewery. Nice. Bendel, Star, Crystal, all these beer, Gulder. Wonderful. Each state you'd visit and you'd try their beer. Nope. These guys say alcohol is wrong. Right. Nobody gets any alcohol. I don't care if there are Christians living next door. The churches are being burned by these people. And you say, well, yeah, it's because you're Christian, you're middle class, you're white, you're taking the side of the Christians. Fuck you. These guys are like the Nazis. The Quran, the Quran. Oh, that's exactly. And and, and so I I don't have any patience or compassion. They talk about um, Issa, which is Jesus, and Jibril, which is Gabriel, the angel Gabriel. Mm -hmm. And um, if you're either Jewish or Christian... You're within the the family of Abraham, and to the to in the Quran, it's okay. The good Muslims, yeah, say, those, understand. Yeah, this, who, this is these, supposed to be. You look yeah. what they're doing in Iraq when it's just the the, the Shia against the Shiites, is oh, it? Is that and the Sunnis? Sorry, yeah. and, and blowing up markets. Okay, planting a car bomb outside a market. Who's in a market? It's the old women yeah. selling tomatoes and vegetables. Mm-hmm. These aren't soldiers. Yeah. These right. aren't the government troops. That's right. Exactly. These are people. And you say, okay, 25 dead. All right, 25 dead, 200 with their legs, feet, arms, hands blown off. You know that's a casualty who are not going to get any medical treatment because there is none. Anybody who thinks along that way, I feel a surge of hatred and anger. And I can't, I can't control it. I can't have compassion. I can't. No, nor can I, I can't understand. Nor I can can't I. go halfway. Yep. I just want to kill them myself. And I think, well, how do we end this cycle then? When I went to um, Algeria, I, I met uh, even even the Muslims who are uh, observant. They go like this. They they make a beard sign on their chin, meaning mm-hmm. that this guy is. Even more, yeah. They know it, yeah. you know. And I met one. I met one, and at first he didn't even want to shake my hand. And um, then uh, we met some more. He drove us around. Um, then, I, when I when I left, he gave me a ring and he shook my hand. So that's a positive outcome. That's a good thing. Yeah. People, um, there was a story about um, a black um, musician uh, who collected Ku Klux Klan uh, hat. Uh-huh. Oh, that's that's that's, that's the thing. Yeah, that? very cool. Very cool. Yeah, he um, he befriended Ku Klux Klan leaders and collected their hats. Can you imagine that? Like, he met them, he arranged for meetings with them, and just by sitting with them I and did talking. Yeah. Yeah. But. So, that's what, that's what we need to do. But the thing is, nobody's going to want to go to Afghanistan or to. But you, you can't, because you're going you're gonna to be killed. They're, be, they're, not, no. they're not ready for discussion. It's like we would have to, to come as a huge contingent altogether. And kind See, of set this, up camp. This is when I like... get so much hope when I'm at my college and I'm meeting students. Like the, of the students today, when we talked about this poetry, uh, poetry at a wonderful mm. level, mm. there is 
somebody, there there were two, three at least Muslims in the class, but ready to have an open discussion. They weren't carrying any agenda. There was nothing else. We were just people, Mm. educated people, talking. And you have people who can control, again, the way Hitler did or any other leader, keep people in ignorance, keep them in fear, and teach them to hate. And it works. And, And how do you even overcome that you know you, mm-hmm. you how do you stop that and, and not just simply react with more violence oh sure the hard part um, is to know when reacting with violence is the sensible choice because you say sometimes it is <sighs> yeah. yeah. Because yeah. when they're rounding you up and putting you in camps, mm-hmm. you yeah. react with violence because yeah. you have no other choice. You have to fight back. So other times, all listen to. Oh, there's times it's all you listen to. Mm-hmm. Look, I was hor- Look, in retrospect, the Iraq War was a very bad idea. I at the time I figured the Americans wouldn't be wouldn't be dumb enough to send young men to go off to die for a for faulty intelligence. I just didn't think they'd do that, but they did. But they did. And it was Bush at its worst, and it was. It was yeah, and I actually, I, I blame Cheney. I blame anybody. Cheney. Cheney. I want yeah. that fucking man locked up in Cheney. No, I think he's probably a war criminal. He is but, a war criminal. Yeah, but I I will say this: there was only one thing that, and we can even leave Saddam Hussein out of this. There was only one thing that Slobodan Milosevic would agree would, would would listen to when he was ethnically cleansing Kosovo. Yeah, and that was bombs. I'm sorry, it was shitty, and we killed some well, people. But, World War Two. Well, yeah, and that's the big example. But I mean, you know, I don't want to go to the big example because yeah, that's today, it's it's too well, easy. Today we have so much wealth. I mean, we should be able to to do things on a big scale. But we don't, and I don't know but why. I, I think, and to me, simplistically, I think education is the answer. Yeah. But it, it's it's a broad liberal education. Yeah. It's not just memorizing the Quran and we'll slap you on the head. And you've got <laughs> yes, word, right? That, that's right. And yes. that's what you see, mm-hmm. and no, that's what people are under that. And to me, this is my fear. Of that's the class. concern. Is that is agree. Uh, agree. This this great monster, and it isn't to say all Muslims are bad. And I would never that be that's a stupid sure, thing. Of course, yes. But it's the fact that people in positions of authority and power, they want to keep those positions of power, and so keep the people under you, limit their influence, tell any other influence. Like the whole the whole the group in Nigeria, their title, the name of the group, I can't remember right now, means. Western education is bad. Western education is evil. That's what they're fighting. <laughs> That's, That's a what great title. As. That's a great it title. It is. And, and so anything that you might learn that might be contaminated by Western values will kill for that. They've gone into the colleges at night and just bought agricultural colleges where you've got young boys learning to be better farmers. Killed every single student. Classy. In the middle of the night. No, this is happening. No, I, I know it's it not, is. It's not just oh, well, one story, and yeah, the Christians did it too. No, you fuckers are going in. No, no, no. At an isolated college where children are learning, young boys are learning to farm better. 
to help your country to feed the people. And part and of you're our murdering them, and butchering par- yeah. them in the night. And part of our Western liberal attitude is, like you said, oh well, all the religions do that, yeah. and everybody. Fuck no, you. that's not true. Hundreds there is one ago. that's doing this a lot. Yeah. And, and if people are afraid to call it that. Oh, I know. And this, yeah, but the Christians, yeah, the Christians did it, but we've evolved past that. Yeah, the Christians we did that not in, doing it now. in 1140. We do yeah, we're yeah. not doing that now. Yeah, and they're not. Well, it's happening in Egypt. Bush, Bush it was a Christian. All the soldiers was it was not done Iraq. in the name but of Christianity. But he didn't do it in the name of He no, did it for purely economic know, and for revenge. Well, maybe from so you're saying from their point of view, they're saying all the Christians if did it. They're they're usually the Christian war? Christians. They they believe in God. Usually Americans. Most there aren't that okay. many atheists in 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 the United States. So you're saying from their from the Muslim point of view, it's not. They're not doing it for religious purposes, but. What's a man have to do to get a drink around here? Just help himself. Just, just, just keep, keep going. Yeah, there's, there's, there's. It's my house. There's liquor in it. I, I think that my concern is that we make an equivalence between what people did as Christians and Jews. Uh, Jews aren't actually. Let's uh, talk about Jews. Of them they, they aren't, aren't that bad. Attack the towers because of religious. Oh ideas. yeah, religion and and. and, and and, and being Bush an asshole. Wanted, wanted blood in See, my, return. My, no, I, I think so. Bush wanted to to complete the job his daddy didn't finish. Yes. Uh, well, also he needed to do something because this, the Americans were asking for 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 you know culprit. But they also got. Think about this. They finished. They they, they kicked the Taliban out. I should and I should say we because we're involved there too, and I'm proud of that. Frankly, we kicked the Taliban out in about six weeks of um, Afghanistan. You're talking yeah, about? and then and then we had to fight oh, for another okay, five just, years. And now and now they're back. Yeah, they they just re- they bombs in in Kabul and so on. Mm-hmm. One of my problems is I almost have a certain degree of admiration for taking out the twin towers. Not that I think it was a good thing, but if you're going to do something bad, this was brilliantly executed. No, this was well done. This was a complete surprise to the states. No conspiracy here. These guys, what better plan? If you want to strike a blow at the heart of American capitalism, wow, what a way to do it. There was an FBI uh, agent that kept warning Against oh yes, there were and nobody well, they had, to her and CIA too. Well, they had already had they bombs in the basement of the same it. towers, right? Yeah, and they tried the to blow them 90s, up from, yeah. the, from the bottom up. Um, but to me, if you were going to pick a target, which they did, wow! Yeah, holy they, they did shit! Destabilize the whole. Oh, they, they changed the world the forever economy. from that world, and that's what yeah. they wanted to do. They were we they, they did it brilliantly. Two thousand eight. I, I think the biggest th- the biggest mistake that was made um, actually was the Iraq War. Um, it was no, it was the, because the world was behind the states. And, yes, you know, for one year until they yeah. went out for well, revenge. Two. Yeah. Um, everybody felt. Everybody could have come. It was a moment where, mm-hmm. if you had that true act of Christian forgiveness, 
the world could have been a better it place. Was actually the and book. it went the opposite direction, and he multiplied the number of enemies yeah. you have to the point you've got Boston bombers and you've got all this other shit yeah. going on. Which, which doesn't, the by the way, which does not excuse the Boston bombers no, and does not excuse any thing. of these assholes. Does not include any, it does not pardon anybody for, for any of these yeah. acts. Including the bombing of the trade towers. But, a, but it was yeah, sure. a turning point in history where you could have come, there, it could have been a building point for a better world. It was an opportunity. And it was an opportunity lost because you had a stupid president oh, in yeah. power in the United States. Oh, it yeah. was so horrible you know? to watch this it was. the whole time. It's like funny, Canada I remember. And just kind of watching it. I remember very clearly. Not being able to do anything. This is a very serious episode, isn't it? I remember yeah. very clearly saying to, <laughs> to Isabel, when, 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 because uh, we were in Newfoundland and... It was about well, 8.30 here, so 10 o'clock back there. I came back from class, and she told me about it. Well, I was messaging my phone, and I got on the phone with her, and the first thing I said was, is the president okay? And I am no, I was never a George W. Bush fan, and I was never, I'm not even remotely what would an American would call a Republican. But the first thing I thought of was, is the president okay? Like, and remember when he stood at ground zero, and when that one, he had the megaphone, yeah. and when the, when the, when the um, firefighter said, we can't hear you, and he said, don't worry, soon they're all, every, the whole world's going to hear us. And it's like, fucking A! Fucking A! This is like World War II. We're going to go kick some ass. Yeah. And you know, in ten years, those bastards are going to be signing a document saying, we give up. And that... Except didn't, he had the wrong enemy. Well, no, he didn't. He didn't have the wrong enemy. Then well, it was two years later, and again, yeah. I'm glad Saddam's gone. I think he was a very bad man. But Iraq, they didn't win the peace properly. Well, and we are also right now. Boy, I hate to get onto this too, but in the middle of a horrific war in Syria, and here's the thing: oh, everybody's yeah. watching. And everybody's standing back because nobody wants either side to win because everybody's going to lose. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm. And we've got this horrific thing. But meanwhile, kids are growing up in horror. Yeah. People are dying. One group after another is terrorizing this event. And who I always feel for is just the little guy, the little teacher, yeah. the sure. little farmer, the little shopkeeper. These are always the victims. Yeah. The guys who want power, the guys who are carrying oh, those yes. big guns, they're fuckheads and they're they're loving this game. Mm. And it's the little people, the housewives, the children who constantly in every single war are the ones who live in fear and suffering. Mm. And and that's the tragedy. That's, that's who you tragedy. want to help. And, it, and that's yeah. what's so painful when you when you mm. see oh, yeah. who is being hurt when the car bombs go off. You know, it's yeah, not going off in, the, in, in in the middle of an army post. It's going off at no, a fucking that's right. market. The um, the end of the story of um, with me in Sudan um, is um, when um, the when Canada and this um, yeah Canada and France uh, went to help Libya. Yeah. Um, he was against that. He was pro-Qaddafi. 
Yeah, we ended, no. up, <laughs> we ended up having a huge argument, and he said, why can't you leave us alone? Why do you have to come and impose your, yourself on us? Mm. I said, you know what? They've asked us to come. Yeah, the Arab Libyans, League asked us to stay. Libyans so. pleaded for help. We had to go. We had to go help. And Saddam never understood that, and that, that was it. I said, okay, you're not, he was attacking me personally. Because you represented our, Western our, culture. Our friendship. See, the thing is there, from that. and that's the problem with the Iraq war, because without the Iraq war, think about the Kosovo war, where the West went and saved a bunch of Muslims. No one thinks of that. We saved a bunch of Muslims, and we did it with with our with our gold. You know, we paid for this, and with the lives of our best and brightest young men and women. But, but they weren't all under attack at that point. They, they, Iraq was stable. I'm not talking about Iraq. I'm talking about Kosovo. Oh, when, when okay. we went and rescued the Kosovars, they're oh. they are Muslims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we saved them. From a bunch of Christians, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we just did that. What the Iraq War did is it it made us. I think it hurt us in that region. On, and I don't think it's fair, but like your like like Savan said, like I, I think if the Iraq thing hadn't happened, he would have said, "Oh, good, you're here to help us again." But with that, it's like. I don't even know what the fuck. I, I don't. Anybody that thinks that Iraq was about solely about oil, I don't think is paying attention because they could have just bought oil. No, no, I don't know what it was. It was about revenge. I think it was. I don't think it was about that. I think well, it was simply was about him not him wanting to outdo his daddy. I think it was um, actually that simple. That that was a factor for sure. And I think the thing is that with Gaddafi, an awful lot of people in that part of the world still saw him as a hero because he stood up to the other world. I can sort of sympathize and see, hey, this guy did a lot of good. He did distribute wealth. He was on the, on the left side of the the thing. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't the part where he was killing people live on TV was great. Well, I mean, you know, hey, nobody's perfect. Yeah, he just, but he, he was just, a bad, bad man. I mean, that was a bad where, regime, where, and he okay, was a terrorist. Where, where he was are, blowing up the lo- the Lockerbie did thing. Do he that, did that. And came down, and and they had him in place for a while. And, and the thing is, where is there a leader in a country that's non-democratically functioning who isn't a horrible man? How else do you get to rise to power in any country? So that. Except the, for uh, cruelty, okay. and brutality, and, and that secret should, police. Look at the Shah of Iran before Iran became what it is yeah. now. So you're saying secret police? So, so my choice is either Gaddafi or the Shah of Iran. I, I no, I'm sorry, that's not a choice I'm making. Well, I'm just saying that I'm saying human nature is brutal and cruel. Oh, sure, and, and, yes. and power I'll structures. Grant you that. And the one thing I always try and teach my students time and again is how lucky we are that. We don't like our present mayor, or many of us don't, some of them do, <laughs> but we're not going to call in the military to take this guy out and lock him up because he has not been tried, he has not been found guilty of a crime at this point, and we... He's just we don't admitted like to somebody, a great, a long list of them. But, and we uh, don't, yeah. but, he's, but he's not been tried, he's not been charged with any of those things, 
And we don't simply call in the military mm-hmm. or somebody else or shoot somebody sure. or lock them up. No, no, fair we, change enough. we go to the elections, we have the polls, and we vote. Yeah. And we have that freedom and that choice. No, and this is a yeah. wonderful thing, which is a rare thing on this planet yeah. of ours. Mm-hmm. It's, it's also very not... Rare. You don't buy votes anymore. Mm-hmm. You actually have a chance. And Ford can run it. Sabres defeat Maple charged, Leafs, just right? saying. Um, it's also the case, though, that I think people are... are one of the things that people are, are who are defending to, go, to 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 move over to the crack smoking mayor of Toronto, um, they're defending him by saying he's de- democratically elected, which is true. There's no yeah. argument there. Yeah. But democracy is not just the, the rule of the majority; it's also the rule of law. And they did all they could within the rule of law. They did it very nicely. They took away his yes. budget. They took away his powers. Yes. And they've left him there. Yes, which, which, which is what they have to that's do. That's fine. But the point is that people that are saying, well, he was elected, now he should be dictator for four years. That's not how it works. Well, there's, there's not that many people are saying that. No, no, but they that's are, they're, in they're the, the upshot is okay. that's what they're saying. Is that They're saying that because well, Ford, was elected, Some people belonging to Ford Nation are saying that. Nobody yeah, well, Nation, that. you know, is nationalism. And no, I nobody else is saying that. I don't um, is it, but what, that do you, what do you think of the Rob Ford thing? Because, I mean... Oh my God! Do we have to do Rob Ford? I want to think. I want to hear what you think. No, you don't want to think about it. Oh, it's 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 um. Podcasting all night long. I don't. Um... This is episode of two. It's a series of three. Yeah, it's <laughs> gonna be a third one. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think people, society, see man as. The only possibility. Okay. Um, I haven't seen that many women that uh, have fucked up that much. Okay. You know, as much as Rob Ford has. Yeah, but you're, you're setting the bar pretty low. <laughs> no, I know. And, and there were other mayors. And he hasn't uh, fucked up as mayor, though. He hasn't fucked up. Well, with me. I've, I've, that's not the issue. I've I've heard um, um, a, a counselor say that he hasn't uh, done he, his job. That it's it's mostly the uh, team around yeah. him that does the job, and that he hasn't really lowered taxes. He says he he has, but it, in actual fact, it's not true. He, he, he's kept so, them low. He hasn't saved a billion dollars. But the thing is, that's not what people are upset about. Like he's he's done things he shouldn't do. As many. he you know he should have resigned. He needs help. He needs counseling. Sorry, this is is about sure. opinion, not mine. Your turn. <laughs> but but because I feel kind of strongly about it. I mean, he's still. He hasn't stolen money the way mayors of Montreal have. He's not on the payroll of a lot of criminal Doesn't organizations. Have to steal money because okay, but those are things you you jail somebody already. for. Hmm. You know, I'm not I'm not supporting him. I'm just saying we don't have any reason yet until the election comes January of uh, 2014. No, I think it's October 2014 well, to get rid of him. You can't just say, "Well, I don't do like you him." Do think either. that he has? Power in Toronto? Do you think He's one mayor, vote. He has one vote. Do you think that the mayor has okay. power? I, I would say Toronto has got the most fucked up city council of any city in this country and it has been long before any of this surfaced. 
they have they've needed to solve transportation problems for a decade or more, and they have not been able to agree because you, they're polarized. They're all on the political parties. I thought they were there to help Toronto. You've got your left-leaning candidates. You've got your conservative candidates. You've got guys in the hands of the NDP. You've got all these factions fighting and only doing what their parties think is right. And there, nobody is there saying, hey, Toronto really, we really have to do something about the problems we're facing. The gridlock, the transportation, and it's just continual game of politics. So I'm disgusted with almost all of Toronto City Council, not just Rob Ford. I think his his stupidity and the things he's done in his life, well, that's mm-hmm. a distraction, it's a sideshow. But Toronto has been dysfunctional for years. We have not... Oh, it was dysfunctional. When, 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 when we lived there, back, back in the early 90s, when I was in grad school and you were working for research dimensions, Toronto City Council was dysfunctional. It, it's ridiculous. I remember that. And, I mean, it, and it still is and it has been forever. And it's not just... For people to think, oh, Ford is the problem, get rid of him and we're fine. No. Start taking, people have to be a little more serious about who they elect, and you've got to get people in there there. who really do. Yeah. And the trouble is, politics has become such a dirty game that good people don't want to run for it. Because your, your past is going to be exposed, you're going to be ridiculed, you're going to be hated, you're going to get caught up in this horrible tangle. And the biggest problem Canada faces now across the board is good people, the people you want leading you, aren't going into politics. That's you're not going to get a Trudeau no, that's, that's, like that's that, true. intelligent people. You're going to get people, weasels, who say, wow, i got a pension for life. God, just look at our goddamn Senate. And this is another thing. How do those disgusting people end up in those positions? The game of politics. And it's like they're making fun of the rest of the citizens who don't get that. <laughs> Harper's, yeah, Harper's yeah, yeah. laughing at the rest of you assholes. Can't you see what we're doing? You don't even know how to play this game. And, and so you, it's hard not to be cynical. But damn it, it's time for really good people to start running for political office. And Sam, okay, Part show, of the, problem. show the skeletons what, before the review. One mayor that impressed me was the Calgary. mayor of Calgary. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, he's been great. And that's the ray of hope. Lot of, you got a guy like him, holy shit, intelligent. And the he's irony, he's a Muslim, you know? Yeah. Wow, this is fantastic. I didn't know he was Muslim. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and frankly, no one gives a shit. Exactly. It, it's an exceedingly conservative it's Calgary. A, yeah. You know, a, an intelligent, thoughtful, uh, bright well, he was, young he was mayor. Kind. He yeah. was kind. All those you things. You could tell. You know, he was taking. And, and that—that's what we need. Let's uh, hope that's an emotions example. into account, mm. feelings into account. He was taking feelings into account. Mm. That's rare. Yeah, I like warm politicians. Now, is it the fault of women who are not making more of an effort to get involved in politics? Because we started off talking about yeah, that. That's true. Maybe that was our previous con- uh, podcast. I, who knows what episode that even was now. The politicians I've, I've seen, I don't feel anything towards them. They're cold, you know? Like. So do you think there's a difference there? Between women and men? I don't really like Well, like, well yeah. I had hoped not. Kim Campbell, I didn't like <laughs> Well, she was like just her. stupid. Kim Campbell, uh, you know, I got yeah. no issues with Kim the Campbell. The NDP woman yeah. with the big eyebrows like this. Oh, Lexa McDonough. Yeah. She idiot. Was, she just was, the fucking idiot. Um, Elizabeth Hay. May? Uh, May. May. <laughs> you don't yeah. even know her name. She's, she's all just, right. I mean, she's a green. She doesn't sound good. Yeah. I, 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 I wish people would understand that the Green Party... 
uh, uh, economically are about that far from the Harper Conservatives. But that far. Oh, God, yeah. Tax policy-wise, stuff like that. Uh, as econo- and, uh, environmentally, oh, well, they're, they're left of the NDP. They make the yeah. NDP look like, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know how they can do but, both. How could you have Oh, either, either. The, 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 green, the Green Party is a very economically right wing, which I have no problem with. I wish people would just understand what they are. Mm. Uh, I'm actually, for example, I am fiscally exceedingly conservative. I don't think we I'm should I'm not surprised spend, by that. Yeah, because I, I just don't... I want money to be around to spend for things when we have, like, for example, the economy collapse. Mm. Then we can spend like fucking crazy, like what happened in 2008. On the other hand, I'm socially liberal at a level that is probably uncomfortable for even my parent, my mother. <laughs> you know, it's like... I think people should be able to take any drugs they want. And I think, you know, I'm just very liberal. I'm libertarian that way. But I also think that we should... Ca- I don't think it's good. Care for the, I didn't think it was good. I said we should care for the poor. Like, <laughs> Sorry, kid. Taking drugs? Yeah. Well, marijuana not is good. Marijuana yeah, is marijuana not bad. No, it's a thing. I don't think it's good or bad. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. What well, I'm saying is that I don't think people realize the federal I take green part. Some, I take some after my art survey class. Your art history class. It's because my teacher is so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Settle down. She doesn't pass you a joint. You, uh, no, I don't, you, you self-medicate. My, my friend Jackie gave me some. I take one puff and then I go to bed. Yeah, no, she, she has a little tooth off a, off a one-hitter and she goes to that's, bed. That's fun. all I do. I've never taken um, acid. Don't. Never. Don't. Completely yeah. mess you up. Yeah. Um, Ecstasy. My wife I've never was, had that. But don't, well, I, I haven't had ecstasy, and, and, I, and I, I would not do any of cocaine. I would not. not do, I don't do any any other drug, but I've done mushrooms, of course. I've, I've, I've done mushrooms. I've done no, one that. little bit of mm-hmm. a mushroom thing, and I really hated it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unpleasant. Yeah. Well, okay. It made me f- see. Like this sideways. Oh, that's not yeah. good. Yeah, I can see that being unpleasant. Yeah, you see sideways. Yeah, like kind of everything was. Would distort your vision. Yeah, so you're hallucinating a little bit then. And usually, not hallucinating. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's not that that like that's hallucinating. Things were crooked. I didn't like okay. that. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think drugs are good. Oh come on now. We we they're, they're as natural as anything is else. Okay. Alcohol is the, the worst. Alcohol is the worst drug available. Not too much. Drugs are cool. And so, because I'm sitting here thinking, geez, all this talk, I got three joints sitting in my suitcase. <laughs> and step out the back door, and you might have a have no, a coat no, and come no, back. You can, you can do it you here have, if you want. You can have oh really? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a problem. Oh. Yeah, no problem. Wow. We're grown ups. Well, you just said you're a liberal, and here you got an ashtray. Um, no, over... I can. There's But right there, there's a whole uh, fireplace. What do they call that fireplace? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you no, can do it in there too. Here. I love how we're announcing this on the podcast. Well, it's Ken. It's not Ken. Scarborough yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, Scarborough yeah. dude. Uh, I've been very good about not calling you Ken so far. Yeah, I bought something. Yeah. I'm trying to come out. You know, I'm really wanting to come out, but yeah. I'm just so afraid of my fucking college. I don't want my students to ever find me. It would completely... No, I understand. I understand. Because, and also, you would hurt them. 
Honestly, that's the reason. And it, you're in a different they, they situation do... than we are, which is like we're well, dealing with normal undergraduates. Yeah. No, no, it's not that. So she, we're dealing with normal <laughs> undergraduates. You're dealing with well, they're college students. English is a second language. It's, it's I, I see it's a different deal. Oh, yeah. can I? I'm sorry that you're that you feel that way. Well, no, I'm, I'm glad I did this so many years ago. I'm glad I developed this other persona. It, it's helped me a lot. It's always <laughs> no, been you've my mentioned mind it many times on the show. Because on your show, you've mentioned the many college times. ever said anything. Hey, this is just show business, man. This is not me. Yeah, fair enough. You know, yeah, true that I did that, but I did it for the sake. I did it, but it was for it was acting. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, carry on. You two, go ahead. We'll be right with you. How far are we into episode like four hundred and three, which we're not very long. I think we should shift from the political though. We're forty-eight minutes into the next one. <laughs> That's hilarious. Have you, pa- have you paused? Oh, I've already posted the next episode of uh, episode twenty-seven. Is already on the internet. Now we're all will be happy. Of broken area. Oh yeah, we're recording episode forty-eight right now, and I'm still talking. Oh. And we're still recording right oh, now. Oh, okay. And, uh... I'm crocheting. And Isabel's crocheting, which is, uh, you know, great. That's great for an audio podcast. This is a good crocheting episode. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing better than crocheting. I'm trying to make Madeline a hat. You were saying that earlier. But, yeah. um, I don't know what's if it's going to work. I'm just kind yeah. of winging it. It's one of those empirical questions, really, when you think about it. And I'm kind of... It's funny, I'm missing my Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh! Uh, we can, after, run. you know, we'll, we'll finish this shortly. But and we can, we can watch it? the TNG. It's only like, uh, uh, it's 11.56. You should probably go get Maddie soon. I will, oh. uh, let me go get Maddie. No, 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 wait. Wait. Let me oh, give Maddie sorry. a message. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll check if she's texted me first. Or, or if she needs you. Because it might be the case that she doesn't need you. No. Right? Uh, I don't see a message uh, here. Excuse me. Now, was that was that how was that teenage, teenage or was that? Oh, damn it! Damn it! Uh, I'm supposed to some, somehow smoothen it out or something, or I'm not quite sure what's the problem. You keep saying I don't know how because sort of mine. She does it to me too. I don't know what that is. Mine kind of sneak up on me, so I can't. I don't really yeah, have you the time to say. Oh my god! I got a burp coming. You know what the word? You know she's like that. She's like that. I'm when I'm with her family. She mocks my French and their English, and it's horrible because it's like I'm bilingual. I'm Isabel. I speak all languages. I'm great. And then her mother says something, and she goes, "Ha ha ha! Your English is horrible." And then I say something in French, and she goes, "Your your French is stupid." No, I don't. Oh, I, I, don't I like that. That. Well, that was a strong comeback. You know? I don't say that no, at all. But you think it? No, but because you're so Mr. Powerful of you know, I know everything that if I'm going to to correct anything <laughs> you say, it's yeah. it's oh, you know, Mr. Head full of brains. <laughs> Head full of brains. That's what they call me at work. It's yeah. Head full of brains. I don't know. Go ask the head full of brains. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Where's the uh, um, fucking thing here? There Now, Isabel's, you're texting. Dave's checking his fireplace. I'm sparking up. So I don't know what's, uh, 
What's going so on? So it's here? there's still a show. We're still recording. We're still a show. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to see it. That was very very uh, generous of you. Let me do this. Thank you. You need me to come and pick you up. So wow, we, it smells strong. This is probably medical marijuana. It is, in fact. What kind? For cancer patients. What, what, um, what strand? It's pretty mild. What? Because um, there are two, yeah. two general breeds, like two... Two types. I you, forgot the, the. You know names. more than I do, sister. Ma- Madeline told me about because once I took, I took a kind of marijuana that's um, that makes you very aware. You know, there are, I know, two major. I knew hash very well. If you had asked me about hashish, I could tell you two the various kinds, strokes. the qualities. I knew by texture, I knew by color, I knew by the way it burned. I was an expert. Oh, on uh, indica, hashish. Indica and sativas, do you indica, know da, about da, that? Yeah. So, like there's one kind that, I think the sativa is the one that's... Um, Really making you aware of things. It's, it's the, 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 well, classic, yeah, that, the classic marijuana is. And the indica like yes. kind of puts you to sleep, mellows you out. And, yes, but That's right. I like. I really love the kind that made me aware because I was hmm. ah, the fog is lifted. Dude, you know, like I've always felt that I've had a little fog in my brain. Mm. You know, being a little bit uh, on. Yeah. It help, well, the thing is, the, the reason I do it, it does help you focus a little bit. Like you're suddenly suddenly th- seeing things a little more clearly, or it appears that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the one of the effects, and that's a wonderful. But I find people are far more interesting when you're high, and mm-hmm. which isn't to say I needed that because you guys are starting to bore me uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah. In fact, you know, you Jones. might be a little too interesting. Um, well, that's not, okay. We had that conversation probably in the last podcast. What do you believe in? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about gay rights and the fact that you just treat these people as, as every human being is different, you know, across mm-hmm. the whole spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, just accept people for being who they are. Uh, but I also have those very liberal feelings about people have the right to take, you know, providing they're not taking a drug which is going to cause them to go out and kill somebody. You can't drink and drive. You can't do these things that are going to hurt somebody else. But if you're not hurting somebody else, you certainly should be entitled. The government has no business yeah. telling you you can't smoke if marijuana, you, you can't do If you're not hurting... The American government, after after Leary, and so many people blamed Leary for it, the American government had a... Just, they were afraid because he was asking people, think for yourself. His byline was question authority. Think for yourself, question authority. The American government did not like it. They really believed, under Nixon and others, this guy is dangerous, we have to lock him up at all costs. And they did plant weed on him, they nailed him at the Mexican border, uh, when his daughter had a joint, uh, and he spent a lot of time in prison. 
And after that, they said, okay, bam, nobody gets LSD anywhere. They were using it to treat prisoners and had very positive results. They did it with divinity students, and they did it with uh, psychotics and people who were having mental problems, and psychiatrists were using it with what they felt were very positive results. The government, the American government, pulled the plug. Nobody gets it. You're not allowed. And it's only now have they started issuing licenses again for dealing with post-traumatic stress. And they're saying, wow, this is one of the best tools we have. Well, fuck, we knew that 20 years ago. And I don't understand how a government can do that. Could say nobody, no doctor, nobody's licensed, no university, no medical doctor, nobody is allowed to have, uh, have LSD. Bam, we made the rules. How do you do that? A psychiatrist, a doctor can't use this to, to help his patients? How do you legislate that? Right. B- blankly, people who are in the who don't know are making these rules. These are not doctors who are saying, hey, we gotta we gotta we can't do this. This is not thalidomide where you're actually hurting people. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly not thalidomide. Yeah, oh, you know, when thalidomide yeah, came yeah, out, yeah. I first learned that word when I was in primary school and I saw like some thalidomide children. In sure, yeah, yeah. It was the scariest fucking thing you could hear of. The word itself, it just still sends a chill through me. I know. The, the, you yeah, know? It, it was... Holy no. fuck. Oh. I even knew some... My mother almost took some, but she, she didn't want... Any. I picture there's a lot of people. I wonder if any of our listeners do not know what thalidomide is. Mm. Well, it was a... Uh, Tell them, Dr. Dave. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It was a uh, anti-nausea medication yeah. for no. women that were pregnant. Yeah. Uh, it was not... A sedative, too. It was not uh, approved in the States. It was only approved in Canada and a couple other other countries. I thought it was used in the States. No, so I don't we... think so. If, if I miss it, or, I, I may be wrong. Uh, but what happened was uh, it was approved in Canada and it was given to a great de- large number of women for boarding sickness. And not all women that took it had kids with birth defects, but a lot of them did. And flipper, flipper children. Yeah, they're nasty um, birth defects. Uh, yeah, like arms missing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just deformed bodies. Very Just badly deformed, deformed bodies. It messed up the, the DNA sequence or whatever. I, actually know how it worked. All I know is it wasn't usually a cognitive defect, it was usually a physical defect. Oh, it was a physical defect, yeah. So like the horrible thing it. was... This is a normal kid born with flipper arms. Before, yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Born, like, you know... And they're there. And you saw them. Like, this is, this is like, wow, this, is, this is like, you know, the, the scary stuff we hear about uh, nuclear yeah. radiation or something. As we something talked in the last episode, except that, like, this was right in front of you. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen them. Uh, I knew a kid in school because uh, it was up till the. Mi- I think I want to look this up. They, actually, they have, I want to get the don't they have one in a showcase in your university? <laughs> no. maybe, a, a, maybe that's where that comes from. The um, the body fear, all you know the fear stalinized or no vaccination. <laughs> what did they do with Stalin when he died? For a while, then, then when Khrushchev did the uh, 20th Party Congress, he was taking out. He was taking out, and yeah. his body was just, I guess, burned and buried, what? 50% of mothers with deformed children had taken thalidomide during the first trimester of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Europe, Australia, and the U.S. Uh, 10,000 cases reported of infants with, with 
uh, problems. It was in, it was in the U.S. Yeah, U.S. Yeah. too. Yeah, I thought so. 50% of 10,000 survived. Uh, these subjected to little mind would uh, women experience limb deficiencies. Limb deficiencies were typical. Yeah. Um, Isn't just what they were not developed or presented themselves as stumps. Other effects include deformed eyes, hearts, goddamn, uh, uh, urinary tracts, and blindness Ooh. and deafness. Um, it was a, uh, yeah, the Germans in the 50s. Were, now, how quickly did they, I wonder, did they find, wait a minute, wait a minute, we're starting to see some defects, we've got a pattern here, it's not just one. In, like, in, how quickly? In, like, nine months? In Canada, months, the, the ten history of the drug thalidomide dates back year? to April 161. There are many dif- uh, different forms sold. Most common form of uh, Talamol. How quickly did they jump? I mean, it, must, it had to have been that first year. They had to have seen, somebody must have seen a spike. They might not have had the, the systems in place to notice that right away, though. Well, I right? think that. Like they would today. People started to know very quickly. Well, as soon as they're born. Yeah. They know. Uh, it but looks that's like nine both, both in the East and the West. So nine months from release, if. Both in the. Uh, or more. In, uh, you know, in the East, Eastern Bloc and the West, uh, people figured it out. But uh, Who figured it out? Both, both sides, both both in the yeah. you know in the sort of like East Does Germans. it give the timeline from the first time it was given? To Early sixties. Uh, yeah, I just of, I, I just you know I'm I'm fixated on man how quickly and who recognized my God we've created my like somebody it was one individual eventually would have put this together and said uh oh late fifties early sixties ten thousand children forty six countries born with deformities yeah. uh, UK. Drug licensed in 58, withdrawn in 61. Okay, three years. Thank you. That's okay. what I was looking for. Uh, in East Germany, which is to go to the other side of the Iron Curtain, yeah. uh, same thing, uh, by 58. So they got it at the same time. Eh? Oh, yeah, people. So it was, it was pretty easy to see. Because like kids were being no no but I mean they got no no but I mean they got the drug they were licensed the drug because it was invented it was not invented by East Germany I'm sure no I think I I think it was uh, you'd think they would have tried it out on the East Germans first that's what they would do now (laughs) developed by a German pharmaceutical company German pharmaceutical company which is interesting because then that means it likely went across the uh, Iron Curtain yeah I mean yeah yeah uh, right that's right and. it's it's just it was a horrible thing, and I knew I, yeah. I knew a a friend of mine's girlfriend's older brother was a thalidomide baby. Uh, it wasn't a baby. They called him Flipper. Flipper. Well, he had yeah, he had basically stumps. He was in yeah. a wheelchair, which he couldn't use. But he apologies was, for that remark. I'm sorry. But he was all. I was trying to do the theme song of the movie. Nobody seemed to pick up on. It. I didn't. I guess I didn't do the. See, I, the thing about Dave. And Anthony, which is strange, they can both do voices, yeah. and they're amazing. Like I'm always, oh fuck, do that voice again. Yeah, oh, that was so good. You are brilliant at it, Dave. It's one Thank of your you. many talents. On top of being intelligent, you can also be quite funny. This this is a good combination. Listen, I want to tell you right now. It's because I'm high, but this is what being high does <laughs> to me. No, listen, I feel so happy to be here with I'm you glad. in your house. And I'm so happy. I was fucking smart enough to know, hey, I want to come up and see those guys. Well, I'm glad. And looking for deals. And I I put that seed because you heard me say, I dropped that hint many, many, many times, you know. And it worked out beautifully because you came, you got to visit to myself. I'd like you to meet my wife sometime. I think you would find her quite interesting. 
She's an intelligent one, but boy, she is an individual. She's she's a one of a kind. It's good. She can be very stubborn. She can decide who I'm going to meet or who I'm not going to meet. She picks friends that I have that she really likes and others that she doesn't get and doesn't like. And I never know how it works. But uh, she certainly liked you. She doesn't like I think me. She, likes... she can't stand me. No, she liked you. And I think she's very impressed with the fact that how the fuck did I find suddenly at this stage of my life all these neat people? How come I got all these new friends who are younger and more interesting? And so I think she, she's never listened to a podcast. Yeah, uh, but she knows it's something I do, and I'm trying to explain what's this hobby. And through this hobby, I'm meeting. Like I really build up. I know a psychology professor. <laughs> I play. That's one of my yeah. cards. Oh, that, that's that's one of my ones. I, I, I play it all the time. Oh well, then. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, I know a psychology yeah, professor and a French yeah. professor at Algoma University. They're important. Yeah. Yeah. And at what is he now? Yeah. Right, so it's not McGill. What do you want? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we ain't McGill. Look, I'm proud of but, but, it, but it's, we do some good stuff. But, yeah, but, we but, but the big the big deal is why would we even meet? Why am I even sitting here? And, well, and it's through podcasting. Yeah. And this is why I'm just passionate about podcasting. I think it's one of the hopes in the world. This to me, podcasting is a political tool. This is our voices. We're reaching who we want. You're giving that. Hmm, I don't think I agree. I need I need agreement here, sister. I need to say yes. Ken, I think you're right. Podcasting no. is an amazing opportunity. I agree. It's a new channel of communication. I agree. And it's individual to individual. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. We've I'm got not as loud more more as friends. you are. I apologize. But I do I agree. <laughs> oh, I love it. You see, Dave's taught you to do that. You know how to do that. You did that beautifully. Thank you very much. Our listeners thank you for that too. They say, "Wow, oh, she just she just gave me the best whammy." Heard that? that. Was Heard that? Oh, it was good. I will say that Sorry. one of the things that yes. uh, hands uh, as friendship, uh, it, it's it's truly uh, like I feel to me. This is this is church. This is the holy shrine. No, sitting <laughs> with the people you care about and you love and, and you know are are not going to hurt you. This is what we want more of in life, you know? I wouldn't be sure of that. (laughs) I'm kidding, of course. But I I know you are. No, I I see what you're saying. It gets uncomfortable when men start talking mushy. Oh, yeah. When men start sounding like women, you got to tell them to shut up. That's right. Well, in art, in in my class, is my professor, um, who's about your age, I love him to death. He he believes in um, getting together and talking. Yeah. Like he he each class he spends about an hour uh, with books. By the way, we're another hour in. Just saying. Yeah. Keep well, going. we'll wrap this up and we'll do another one after. <laughs> keep going. We haven't finished. Yeah. Keep going. When, when it this is good stuff. Yeah. Professor story. Um. Yeah. So he puts his books on the table and he explains, uh, you know, the movements, the art movements, and um, like from uh, Pollock uh, to uh, Turner, Turner. He he makes the links between Turner, Pollock, a whole bunch of people that I can't think of right now. And he talks about their 
their their um, expression mm -hmm. with the medium. Is, Jackson Pollock. Yeah. And sure. Turner from being much more traditional yes. to this other extreme. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, how they treat landscape and uh, whatever. And then um, if we are working on some assignments, he says, okay, well, everybody, um, we should paint a little bit. So um, then from that, people start, you know, starting to get their stuff together. And he talks about stories, usually about um, his kids, his family, his what happened yesterday, and people pick up on whatever, and we talk. And, and do people like while, that? While painting. Yeah. Yeah. So we can cover all kinds of things. We've talked about... Um, there's uh, one... Um, student she's actually a Wiccan she talks sometimes about the significance of certain um, <laughs> did, did, she write, did or, she write a broom or anything? Um, or? yeah um, <laughs> sorry then we talk Couldn't about maybe it. music um, he loves Bob Dylan he loves you too uh, he'll talk about how he's from Ireland, but he's never been in Ireland, but his grandfather has influenced him a lot. And we talk about all kinds of things, and talking together brings a sense of group and um, friendship, and uh, it helps us to... Um, talk about, uh, okay, well, I'm having a problem with this piece right now, um, you know, like, I'm feeling scared to, 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 uh, I don't know how to get out of this bad situation over here in our painting or whatever, and um, then it allows for, you know, better communication between students, and we learn from each other that way. Right. So, <clears throat> you have, you have you know, to, a good teacher creates a special atmosphere. That's why. Tom, and Tom's kind of class should be very alive. You would really like to create something this 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 degree of trust that he creates like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, you'd so like that Tom. you feel open to express yourself, and so that's yeah. what I try to do with mine. And it's so nice. Like today, I was just so happy about that class today, but because the students who weren't interested, and it wasn't a test, and didn't get far, they didn't come. There were six of us, and even their second class after mine was canceled. They still came and went so they wanted the poems, stuff, and oh, it was it was delicious. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm just I'm just I'm just so happy. And uh, I'll top it all off, like this was the day I'm gonna get on a plane. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking fly Port Airlines to come and see my friends. What an amazing day it's been! I, I'm just so happy about it. So, yeah, see, that, that's also what pot does to me. It makes me a little bit childlike, in me, but being childlike <laughs> is nice because I get really happy and excited. No, childlike, yeah. childish is one is bad. Child I, as an adult, childlike as an is English good. teacher, I make a, a, a big distinction between those. No, no, it's true. It's okay. Childlike. Yeah. It's good. Well, I'm not embarrassed by it. I'm quite proud of it. No, no. I figured this is the one of the secrets. If you can't childlike, involves a sense of wonder about the world yes. and the universe, and that's awesome. Yes, because wonder and, a pre and and kind of you're you're too 
into the present moment more as a kid than you are as an adult because as an adult we're carrying so much baggage bills to pay, things to do, schedules, times and our head is filled with those things which a child doesn't carry around right. no, yeah, you, you can smell a leaf, you can pick up a piece of dog shit podcasters are all a little bit childish like, you know, they like their motorcycles or, yeah. or their TV shows Kim? from when they were little boys. And, Anthony and Bob. And they and make I, jokes about partying and burping. That's the part I love is you guys are going back to your child. The beauty okay. of best episode. Okay, let, let's, 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 before, before we do that, let's wrap our second episode we've recorded tonight, which okay. is episode 28. All right. We'll wrap this up. Um, where, Isabel, if people wanted to get a hold of you on the internet, where uh-huh. would they find you? She they loves never get a hold of me. <laughs> she, and she says that every time. I know. Don't get a hold of me. Just, don't even look for me. Just yeah. be predictable and don't talk to me. <laughs> and dude, where can they find you? At Scarborough Dude. Scarborough Dude. But, he, and, but you have the, uh, you have the, uh, protected tweets. Yes, and I'm so happy I do because I fucking hate spam and I get, you get enough crap anyway. <laughs> and I'm very happy. So I don't want to find you on Twitter if you want to. Just you just I like people to, to. I actually like getting email from somebody who doesn't know me. And that would be uh, Dixon James at gmail dot com. Okay. But the problem is they want to put an ampersand and you don't. You put the letter end in place of the ampersand. That's right. D i c k s n g n s at gmail dot com. That's where you'll find me. Any fucking Day of the week, uh, and you can, find, you can find me at D Broadback uh, on Twitter. You can also find me at uh, the Marshall McLuhan Variety Hour, mmvh.ca, and at Best Episode, which you'll be hearing about on the next podcast. <laughs> uh, I think Best Episodeers.com. And I, I've never recorded three episodes in a day, but let's give it a shot. So that's that's the end.